South by Southeast, South by Southeast, South by Southeast, South by Southeast. Southeast side throwing peace signs, and I gotta keep the heinies with me. Hit up Gina's Chicken and Caprice Pizza Stop at Vanna's for a little sippy sippy Used to dream about 106 in Park Now I ride down 106 in Park Stop at Ocotlan and you know I'm the GOAT Southeast side coming straight from the GOAT South by Southeast, the world's greatest podcast Thank you guys for having me man And shout out to South Ave I would have been there on time but you know the bridge was up My bad Mass Attack No, like, uh, I look at my parents, and <coughs> they had four of us. I'm the oldest of three boys and one sister. Mm-hmm. And my dad has, like, four houses in Mexico with, like, lands next to where you could grow crops and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And the most the most my dad's ever made, probably in the hourly wage, is probably maybe somewhere in the mid-20s to low-20s, you know? But that was what, like, back in that time. 15 yeah. years ago, yeah, 20 yeah. years ago. My dad retired maybe like three, four years ago. But it's like, how'd you do it? You got the, my sister's the last one, but he's got four kids from college. And it's just like, how? Yeah. I ain't, gonna, I ain't gonna lie. We didn't grow up with like the best shoes, the best clothes, and none of that, mm-hmm. which kind of probably fuels my work ethic. Mm-hmm. Like, who doesn't want nice stuff, you know? Right, absolutely. But it's just like how you go out about it and get it. You could go out and earn it. You could go out and finesse your way through it. You could go out and be a asshole and get get it that way. There's all sorts of ways to get in what you want. But looking at his discipline and only has shown me like what I need to, the adjustments I need to make. Cause I caught myself in my mid twenties like, okay, I finally moved out. I want this. I want this. I want this. And I want, and I kind of put myself in a little like desk where I'm just like. I wanted the nice things, so I feel like I was living outside my means. So I checked myself. So yep. now I, it took me some years to get getting myself back on straight. Even now, desire keeps people broke, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It so sure does. temptation. Mm-hmm. I Absolutely. Did. I definitely deal with that a lot, like, man. When it comes to this shit. Yeah. Yeah. So we have Jose, our good friend Chewy. <laughs> we got AJ from South Ave, and uh, let's do a big welcome home to our good friend, our brother, who got Daniel lost. Lito. Forget about it. <laughs> he found his way back. He found his way back. We brought him from the TV. Danny did the, uh, what is that? The uh, Touch Your Toes Together? There's no place like home. No place like home. His new That's... nickname is Fire Bureau Danny. <laughs> <laughs> I just got back from college. So welcome to another episode of South by Southeast. We are just going to sit around and just have open discussion and just keep talking. I know you're, right now, Jose, you're talking about uh, how it was growing up and low-income family and now... We're, we're, we're here where we're at now yeah like I mean I think as over time you just evolve to who you're gonna become what you want mm-hmm. and I think in the last five years and honestly with this whole pause of life last year yeah which is new to me I know we went through pandemics like the swine flu and other things of that nature and maybe there were even worse ones before our time but this is the first one that we encountered I guess yeah it just made me realize, like, it's a survival. It's it's really, you, I mean, we're not going through medieval times or nothing like that, but it's still survival in these times. Like, you got to, you have to, like, either go out and get it mm-hmm. or 
Maybe you just don't have goals. Like, you weren't raised that way and you're just going to be one of those guys working for Uncle Sam. Yep. And, and, not be, yeah. and not be happy. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You're a product of your environment. That's what, that's what happens, man. Mm-hmm. But going back, you said the first thing. Oh, man, I'm trying to remember what the hell you said because I had something for it. The discipline part? No, no, it was after that. Because fuck motivation, it's all about discipline. No, um, and you had just said something. Oh, about, about becoming, who, who evolving into a certain person. I think it's, uh, it's important to note for people that want to be the best version of themselves, that is a never-ending process. You, you will always evolve into more and more and more and more uh, because if you have that type of mind, especially when it comes down to things like entrepreneurial, um, you want to be the best version of yourself, but that, that idea of you changes through time because you begin to learn yeah. more. Not just about mm-hmm. everything else, but also about yourself. Mm-hmm. You're growing. Yeah. Well, hopefully, Matthew, hopefully, you could say I'm not the same person I was exactly. five years ago, mm-hmm. ten years ago. Matthew McConaughey. Yeah. I heard him say it the best when he was giving a college speech, and he was talking about how um, I love that he dude. was he was asked like, "Who's your who's your hero?" And he said, "Me." Five years from now, he thought about it, and that was his answer. Me. Five years from now, and then in, during that five years, he got the role for uh, was that Days and Confused. And that put him on for his no, acting career. So, right, right, so that, right. that five years passed. <laughs> and the same person that asked him that question asked him again. They go, okay, great. You know, I asked you that five years ago and I see how much you've done. What about now? Now who's your hero? And Matthew McConaughey said, me five years from now. Mm. Mm. That's dope. So it's, it's you're, you're always evolving if you allow yourself to to grow and learn yeah. some people mm-hmm. stunt that growth and they stop it because they think they, they do. know it they all do. exactly yeah. the mm-hmm. ego gets in the yep. way or they don't want to be and their fear absolutely yeah absolutely yeah but and, and a lot of that is tied in why people have so much ego why is it so important for people to be right Man. why 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 don't they want to be viewed as wrong why do they care about so many of their peers on what they think about them in the first place? What does that mean to them? Where, where does that lie in insecurity in their where, mind, all that stuff? You know, we're talking about the dinosaur, mm-hmm. right? I think that's, that's where it plays into the wrong factor of when you're a little kid and people, you know, it's time to read the book. And then the teacher's like, AJ, read paragraph one. And you're like, fuck, I don't want, don't call me. You know what I'm saying? Oh, we could curse on the show? Yeah, oh, yeah. Fuck, fuck yeah, yeah, man. I feel like I feel like fuck, that's, fuck, check, 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 check this out. Check this out. Mother, mother, motherfucker. I feel like that's the we're bad live. characteristics of being a kid me. that we carry into being a, an adult. Yeah, because we don't want to admit when we're wrong, and we don't want to be yeah. called out on certain flaws. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, but we want it to look like we have everything together and of hide your emotions, mm-hmm. and guys don't cry, and you know all this other stuff that's going on. Yeah, which is kind of messed up. Like now that's coming out of my it's it's a society thing because society puts a tight on there like yeah if a man cries oh you're a pussy it's mm-hmm. pussification yeah. yeah so it's just like there's nothing wrong with men crying it just shows that you have even gangsters cry exactly mm-hmm. it shows you have feelings for something if you are he if you sex if you, with my mama <laughs> <laughs> if you don't cry about anything it just means you're a cold-hearted uh, bastard you know like you right, don't give a fuck right about now. nothing which yeah. exists but that's not but that's not even majority of the population and that's the thing they they want to put on this front because of fear and I mean, fear, fear with fear with what though? Judgment. Yeah. And now, now getting now trying to dig deeper about the judgment. What is it to them? What? Why? Why do they feel so safe? There's a lot of things within that person that they haven't faced about themselves. Because it, when you start being the person that you are and you're authentic to yourself, you start getting all the people that belong in your life. 
you, they start, it's like a cyclone, you know, it's like a port. They start, you start bringing these people in that belong because you are you. They are authentic to your path and journey because you're authentic to yourself. Energy and vibes. And, and he's right on that because mm-hmm. there's a lot of people that would be attracted to the real you, but if they see something else, they're going to walk right past that. Mm-hmm. And you're going to miss that opportunity of meeting those kinds of people because you tried to be yeah, this. In with the, in like, with the in crowd. It's like mm-hmm. that, that one commercial. You know, you think you're a chicken fry? You think you're a chicken? It's like, maybe I do. He came in powerful, <laughs> bro. Wait, those are the glasses. Those sunglasses are giving him powers, bro. But yeah, I'm gonna put a picture. It's, I'm gonna take it, a picture. It all, it's all like who you surround yourself with. Uh, and growing and, yeah. grow, and growing up uh, as as a Mexican, you grow up surrounding yourself with family only. Like it's all about your family. So you start you surround yourself with your family only, and you you don't you grow up a certain way with that mentality I can't speak up I can't cry I can't do mm-hmm, that mm-hmm. and then you surround yourself with Machismo. that group too yeah. so mm-hmm. you're never gonna flourish right. so you gotta find other people friends that you're able to open up to or you're able to think differently and, mm-hmm. and make you come out of your shell and be like right. you know it's what like, it's, like say the, something. it's like the one saying like if you're the smartest person in the room you're not learning you're not, nothing you, right? you're not in the right room Yeah, yeah. you know what I mean and a lot of entrepreneurs um, I heard this from Robert Kiyosaki they, they know that if they're the smartest person in the room, they shouldn't be hiring anybody in that fucking room because usually the, some of the most successful entrepreneurs are some of the people that are the least knowledgeable. But that's why they hire people mm-hmm. in different the areas that, that have yeah. all this fucking mm-hmm. information about whatever the fuck it is they need done. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You're in yeah. the wrong room if, you're, if you no, ain't. Definitely. You want to surround yourself yeah. with people who are going to... Not only, not only elevate, but teach you mm-hmm. new things and different ways. There is a balance to it, however. And, and I'm learning this through my training because you want to you, you want to go up against a black belt so you can get fucking destroyed, mm. but learn from that. Yeah. But you also want to keep going. You want to go up against people the same level as you. Mm-hmm. So you could destroy them. Well, if they're the same <laughs> level, it's, it's going to, you know what I mean? It's, go either but, way. The, but, go, but also go up against the new people too. Right. So you can destroy them. I mean, and there's there's learning in all of these areas. There's a balance to it. I I agree with that. Like something I learned recently that I don't know, maybe I don't know. It's just the way I was raised, but realizing there's more to life than what I was taught by my parents. Oh yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. It's oh, just yeah. like Definitely. as you grow up, you're like, hey mom, what do you think about this idea? And mm. she'll either be go for it or don't go for it. You know mm. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Based on their knowledge and right. their upbringing. Mm-hmm. Right. But I can remember I mentioned one time, I think I might have been like 14. Oh, man, one day I would like to have my own business. And the words that came out of their mouth was, why do you want all those headaches? I get that. Uh, why do you want this? Yeah. When you said fear right now, I'm just like, yeah. something I read That's recently is, is, it's not that they're trying to shit on your dream or shit mm. on your goal. Mm-hmm. They're looking out for your best interest. They're, they're, looking, they're, trying, they're looking out for what you, they think is your what best interest. Think, but yeah. they're right. like, you don't know what I want. I don't want to live my life the same way you did. Absolutely. I have my yeah. own goals, mom. My own, my or my own dreams, dad. You know, of but course. Yeah. they just installed their fears on why they didn't do whatever uh-huh. because they couldn't handle that kind of pressure. Yeah. Funny enough, though, I don't think they could say that going the route that they did, that they never had headaches. There's still headaches. Yeah. Working, True. working the nine to five is hard. Being an entrepreneur is hard. There's suffering all around. Mm-hmm. Choose your fucking hard. 
Choose your suffering. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'd rather suffer for me and die on my fucking sword mm-hmm. instead of suffering for someone else and dying on their fucking sword. Mm-hmm. Fuck that. Yeah. So I would rather, even if it, even if it is more headaches and more stress and more like payoff, something about me fucking needs it. Worth it. Absolutely. But see, but even then, because the transition from a lot of entrepreneurs like to think, uh, uh, well, not not successful entrepreneurs, but you know, people that starting out, it's all about the money. It's about the money. When you start focusing, get rid of the fucking money. Mm-hmm. When you start focusing on how the fuck can I help? How can I do more for others? That's when it really starts fucking, and you align yourself with that, and it's genuine. That's when that's when everything else starts following the money and all that. Because if your if your goal is just to get the money, you're gonna fucking fail. You're gonna fail, or you're gonna be bored with what you're doing. You're not gonna love it. The passion really has to come with what you're providing, whatever service it is you're doing, whatever your business is. That's the passion. The money is just a reward that comes with Mm -hmm. the task that has been accomplished. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. So Mm -hmm. it's like. I just seen this video with Jay-Z. Same concept I was just talking about my parents. It's just like, when he started his up-and-coming rap game, one of his uncles said, you're not going to sell a million records. You're not going to do all that. He's like, I sold a million records a million times already. Mm. I'm like, and it wasn't that my uncle was trying to shit on me. He was just installing his fears on me because he couldn't do it or he didn't think I could do it. Mm -hmm. But I was just like, I'll show you and... This is, we pretty much all have heard of Jay-Z track. Yeah. Yeah. This yeah. is human nature. People will project, uh, like like your loved ones and the people you're the closest with, they will project their mind. But that's all it is. It's, it's, it's a reflection of them. And when I developed that understanding, it became easier to listen to people telling me, you shouldn't do that. Because I'm like, but you don't know why I'm doing it. And if I explained it to you, you're only going to understand from your level of perspective and your level of thinking. And then you got to realize who's giving you the advice. So Absolutely. The person is a yep. nine to five dude. He doesn't do anything 100%. but just work and be home. And he's giving you advice of how to run something like a company or, or what yep. to do or where to take your company. You're like, all right, I, I get you're coming from a good place. But at the same time, yep. your advice is not going to stick with me. I experienced that with my grandfather because mm. he was telling me a bunch of stuff about how, uh, you know, why don't why? Why didn't you be a lawyer? Why didn't you be a doctor? Why don't you do this? Why don't you do blah, blah, blah. And I told him, I was like, listen, if I wanted what you have, mm. I would have took your your advice 100% and did everything you said. You just have some Linkin Park running through my mind you right know? now. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I, I want so much fucking more. I want this fucking world. I want it. And so you want I, to be Tony Montana? I could, hey, Tony Montana, <laughs> Tony Montana, yeah, die fucking out. You need people like hope. me. <laughs> so, yeah. You need people like me. Point the fucking <laughs> finger. But that's funny because my grandfather's name is Tony. <laughs> but I, I told him I was like, you know, with all due respect, this is how it is. I'm not gonna listen to you. Like you have taught me a lot because he knows so much about different things that I have no idea about. And you know, I'll shut my mouth and I'll learn. But when it comes down to entrepreneurship, before, when he was giving me advice, when he first started giving me advice, I was asking him a lot of questions to see who am I getting this advice from exactly. I, I know this man is a very hard worker and he's always worked for somebody else. Hey, nothing wrong with it. The guy is a great fucking provider. I've seen him do it. He's, he's fantastic. He's phenomenal. But in this area, how much do you know giving this advice? Doesn't seem like he knows very much. He only knows what he sees and what he's been told by other people. Mm-hmm. 
And I'm like, that's, it's, that's not enough. It doesn't hold water. There's no solidarity in that. Or even if you do start a whatever entrepreneur business it is, they may be like, why don't you do this? Why don't you do that? You're right, right. And they try to be like, why are you giving an idea if you never had your own business? Yeah, right. right. Exactly. So it's just, I mean, it's not a bad thing, like people are expressing their opinion, but it's not. another thing, something I learned recently is like, your opinion's not always welcome. Yeah, well, they'll, they'll always give it, but it's up to you to kind of like weed through the bullshit. Yeah. What, what are the good ones? Were the bad ones? You know exactly. what I mean? So it's 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 the nature of the beast, man. That's just how the game is played. Because there's also jealous people out there. Oh, I, yeah. I just I just oh, see oh, yeah. I just see like look at our neighborhood for example. How many? Hey, say that one more time for the people in the back. Celosos, celosos, cabrones. And that's what I've told AJ. Like, uh, and, and I've said it here before. The East Side has a lot of hate between each other, man. And it's me coming out of an outside perspective. I see it and I speak of it, and it's weird, like. Right now, I've learned that a lot of these people play in bands, used to play in bands, especially here in the East Side. Mm-hmm. And a lot of them have an opinion about another band. Like, oh, these people think they're better. Oh, these people think, oh, this guy has an ego. Like, they all have opinions and they carry in, they still carry that shit till now. Like, right now, there's a lot of sides in the East Side. There's this side, you can't hang around with this people because it's this, this people because it's that. And we need to just break that shit. And what I love what we're doing is we have a little group where we don't give a fuck what anybody thinks. And we're doing our own thing. Mm-hmm. And we're showing the community what it's all about. If you want to come showing here and love. join us, yeah. join us. But if you want to talk shit, keep talking shit because we're flying by. We don't give a fuck. Man, the haters' <laughs> job is to hate. Mm-hmm. And, and it's funny because That's how I, they feed. I was reminded where I got that from. My girl's like, let's watch Cat Williams. And so we, we put out, we find, uh, what was it? Uh, Pimp Chronicles. And that's why I was like, that's where I got that shit from. And, that's, and he was saying that, like, that's the haters' job is to hate. Can't blame them for doing the fucking that's just job. How they, that's who they Let are. Them. Like, if you have 15 haters, you need to focus on how the fuck you're going to get 30. another. Eight. Yeah, exactly. But it also yeah. shows another how 18, well you're 30, doing. 30. Yep. Exactly. Yep. Yep. So I want to throw this curveball in here and say that's the same thing that we can say about the Dark Lord. Satan, nah. it's his job to punish you. Don't hate him for doing his job. That's true. That's true. But but look at our neighborhood, though. Honestly, how many? <laughs> like he that said, bands. He's looking at from one perspective. Bands. Look at barbershops. Yeah. How many barbershops oh, yeah. are, are in each block? Two or three, yeah. maybe. Yeah. And bars. And, and to me, there's nothing wrong with that. Maybe from their own personal industry, they're in a competitive against each other. But in reality, they shouldn't. Like, if we were all barbers here, you're your own brand, you're your own brand, and so on, and so on, and so on. If you keep the client happy, they're going to keep coming no matter how good the next guy's over. Because he likes his haircuts, she likes that person's haircuts, and so on. There's so much money out here that everybody could get a little piece of the pie. Yes, that's something Matt always says. We're fed that there's not, but there's enough on top for everybody, man. There really is. They had to expand the Galisto Galisto Language Academy because there's so many fucking kids they had to open up the whole lot there's mm-hmm. enough people out here to be able to pay for haircuts and you know choose where they want to go yep. yeah look at our industry that yep. we work in how much money is flowing around just us the stagehands mm-hmm. the teamsters yep. the people setting up the beer spots the food mm-hmm. spots it's just so much money flowing around in one mm-hmm. environment mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. so you're going to tell me that anybody anybody could come with any idea that if it's useful it will sell itself, but yeah. it depends on how you market it, your Absolutely, approach. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Somehow, some way, some people 
could make money being assholes. Out there, oh, um, it, it actually, happens. there's a really yeah. great idea. Look at the paws the, um, in, the, in the boxing oh, world. Right, right. right. Yeah. <laughs> to me, they're Jesus. kind of assholes. They're privileged little. But they. Make I money. never even heard. Of, I never even heard of them up until that uh, Mike Tyson fight, and I was like, "Who the fuck is this dude?" And little kids were like, "Oh, that's so and so." That's so. I'm like, "But who is he?" Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, "Damn, you know, be- because of things like this, the cell phone, we could we could have of of all these different types of people." market themselves. I mean, basically, if you have an Instagram, you are your own PR agent. So that is how you you get yourself out there to the world. What are you showing the world? And what do people like to see? The market is gonna, the market is the true judge. Not anybody's opinion or whether the market is the fucking judge. Mm-hmm. That's what's going to determine whether you, you suck or you're good. Mm-hmm. So when people start making it, like, what, what type of market is this? You know what I mean? And why? Like, where's it, where's it going? Where, where did it come from? It's all these all these questions to ask. You you are right. The the market, which is the people, makes mm-hmm. the product. Mm-hmm. Like example, one market that I'm like, how did we make this person rich? <laughs> like, catch me outside. How about that girl? Yeah, yeah. she's a millionaire now, yeah. and we're over yeah. here still doing nine to fives. Yeah. I'm like, she has no talent. Yeah. Not that I'm hating. Hey, go get your money, go girl. Go get your money. Hey, she mm-hmm. she did it. You feel she me? She did it. Exactly. Can't hate on that. Yeah, I even see now, even like something as simple as like the rap game. Like, yep. you can literally rap and not have no talent. You as could, long you as could you talk like this. Yeah. And like, ah. make, and make them look. <laughs> yeah, like, as long as you reach the, the <laughs> pair. One of my homies, uh, he had to change his look in order to get more hype. Like, he had to look the part. Like, there's no more like image showing the, the, the true talent. But it's like, he can have it, but it's like, oh, well, you don't look like you need to be signed to our label. You don't have mm. face tattoos and colored hair and all that. And like, damn, bro, like, oh, that's what it takes now? Or, that's what you know, sells. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's the that's the product we put out there, too, as, 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 a, as a society, as a community and shit. We don't support, we're like, well, us, we, we're more supporting our community and, and uh, people with small business. But there's a lot of people out there that only support big things or what people are doing. So they keep feeding their money towards that. So that's what we are putting out to our society. So they keep seeing that and they're like, oh, we got to change. We can't be original. We got to change the way we fucking dress, we, our haircuts and everything. Because all of us are here. Like they're seeing that's how our community is and shit. And that's why I always like tell people like stay within your community and you will flower. Look at us, man. We're, most of us are wearing stuff that we've made or stuff that our friends have made. And we got to peep. We got to keep putting, pushing that out so the community will start doing the same thing. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, man. I, I agree a thousand percent. And it's like what you said earlier, Freddie. Like, we have a little group that we kind of put together and we support each other. And no matter what, we're going we're gonna to be there for one another. And hopefully people see that. Hopefully the community, uh, community sees the positivity that we're doing and they want to jump on board. You know, I mean, there's people out there that are going to hate no matter what because like Matt said, that's, they fuel off of that shit. But... How can you be mad at people that are trying to do something good for the community? Like, to me, that's what always blows my mind. I just think it's like... Reflection. Like how, how Freddie said, even going going back to the East Side, man, like, you know, I've been guilty of that just because, um, like, the way I was raised, just always like, you know, the one thing I liked was he said was like, so me growing up, you know, we had a packed household. Like, my, my family never really had money. Like, every time it was time to go to school, my dad would take me to the secondhand store and like, oh, we'll pick the best pair of shoes and we'll clean them up and... You know, I used to get bullied a lot for not having fat farms. Like, when the G-Unit shoes came out, like, well, why don't you have those? Or, like, being bullied as just, like, an individual, like, not hanging with, like, the certain crowd. And I had my own friends that would go skateboard constantly. It's just, like, 
I, we, I think we just grew up in an environment like that. Like, mm-hmm. To the point where, like, once I started getting my own money, it was like, yeah, man, it was really hard to keep keep it because I was like, man, I wanted to spend I want it. This. Like, I, yeah, want I want that, mm-hmm. man. Like now, it's like, like it's true. Like, man, my sneaker game is up, but then I realized a lot. Like, what's it's, it, it's what's, pointless. What's, what's it worth? Mm-hmm. Like, it's not yeah. like it's not an asset. No, it's like, a liability. Right. Like, right. Like, I mean, you, you could it look, could be you could look at it as an asset, but you're not be. really banking from it. Okay, right. you go get a pair of Jordans for like. If you get it for the box price, 180, yeah. 200. Yeah. Can you make some money? Yeah, maybe 60 to 80 bucks more, but. Yeah. but I just see it as like me, like before I, I, I started vending and all that, I would always go to like the mall. Zoomies was like my store or whatever and get like all these. And now it's like everything I wear is like all my close friends stuff and I prefer mm-hmm. wearing that. But it's just like money is a big thing. When you, when you didn't have it growing up, it yeah. is hard to keep it, man, because I never had that luxury. Like, Well, I think the big thing there is you got to know when to check yourself. Yeah, absolutely. Because Before you rickety, especially, yeah, especially now because you don't see money anymore. It's just on a plastic card. Discipline. Yeah, yeah. yeah. you know, yes. I'm just transitioning now to to cash. Like I'm just now transitioning that shit, and I don't keep any fucking money in the bank. The only the only money is there is just to pay my bills. You know bills. what? That is that is true. That like it's I really work as my own that. bank now. Where do you put? I don't want to know where you put the money. Yeah, but where say, do you put the money? You know, can you map like, out where you have the X marks the spot? Go to this cemetery over here. But you know, like now, like how Mike said, you know, using a card, it's really easy as we're with cash. If you have a twenty or you have a hundred or something, you never want to break. It's really hard. Exactly, it's hard for you to break it. As where if you have these little dollar bills or something it's just so easy to hey give me a dollar give me a quarter give me a yeah here or spend it or whatever it's, it's hard yeah. to spend it when you're a trophy husband but i had a so tommy tally he had cash and he wanted to to do like a transaction give me the cash and i give him some money in his account and he gave me a hundred dollar bill I fucking held, held on to that thing for like three months. I, nice. I just spent it the other day and it was actually to him at his restaurant. Wow. <laughs> that's dope. That's so dope. I was like, if this is counterfeit, but my thing, my, my, mine came from an understanding of finances. I mean, when you look at your relationship with money, for one, it's good to look at your relationship with all things, with how you eat mm. relationship mm-hmm. with food. Mm-hmm. Um, it's thing, healthy habits tend to, take place when you uh, look at these things. So you eat healthy, you spend more money. Well, if you eat bad, you're going to be spending more money at the doctor later on anyway. But it goes down to like the the cheapest way that nobody would do is to literally cook for yourself. Oh yeah. To go buy each ingredient. See, but that's what sucks for me and Krista because it's just the two of us. When we go grocery shopping and we we make food. We have all these leftovers, and now we have to eat for like the next then you three days. Learn how to <laughs> and portion, how, how portion control, man. That's yeah, cool with me because I eat all leftovers, bro. I'm the fucking too, vacuum. Man. Like I go to my grandma's house. She's like, "Hey, I made this a couple of days ago." <laughs> we straight I'm to like, the fridge. I feel like grandma's boy when he goes. <laughs> exactly. to the fridge, she's like, Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I know what you are, but I'm, I'm gonna eat you. You put the fucking banana in the oven when he was doing that shit. Exactly, bro. So you definitely save money when you go grocery shopping. Absolutely, but and and then even too though because because you, you are touching on something with uh like say if you're trying to go for healthy foods organic gra- uh, um grass-fed mm-hmm. wild caught whatever um that stuff tends to be more expensive but the kicker is either you're gonna spend that money now or you're gonna fucking spend it later stuffing your fucking body full of junk because mm-hmm. you're gonna have to go pay all those fucking hospital bills mm-hmm. and doctor bills when you're get put on all these fucking pills and you're losing time you off work Right, because you didn't take care of yourself to begin with. Either way, the money's going to fucking go. Yeah. One way, and I'd rather it go, 
you know, in more in the healthy way, take care of it now. Right. I don't like fucking because I, I just don't like doctors. I, not, nothing against them. Great profession. I, I do see it as a business. So I'm just, I don't get sick very often. I don't. And you drink I, a lot of seven up. I drink a lot of fucking water. And you use know, a lot of Windex. You, you know what I use? That's right. A lot of Windex. Yeah, what was that? A uh, big fat Greek wedding? Yeah, yeah. yeah, that's right. Put some Windex on it. <laughs> fucking, I, uh, when I was taking the J14 to school all the goddamn time, I was putting, uh, I always had hand sanitizer. And I know it's using, I, I get a little OCD. Like my hands always got to fucking be washed and clean. I wash my hands like 15 times a day on average. You know what I mean? It's just a weird OCD thing that I have. So I keep hand sanitizer to do that. But having an understanding, of the finances and how how it should be taken care of is is huge because mm-hmm. I think there's a lot of people that want to do this but they just don't know what to do exactly. I learned it from uh, my favorite speaker. His name is Jim Rohn. He passed away, I think, 2013, 2014. If you know the name Tony Robbins, that was Tony. Tony Robbins is like the most popular fucking motivational speaker, right? Jim Rohn was Tony's uh, mentor and the way Jim Rohn puts it down is you always want to divide your money up. Say you, you're starting with nothing. You're starting with a nine to fucking five. So you're going to take that money and you have to, you ha- what, what people do is they pay themselves first. Wealthy people. They always take a percentage out. They pay themselves fucking first. And what you want to do is whatever the fuck you paying yourself, you got to split that three ways. You want passive income, you want active income, and the third is always for drugs. Donations. Donate oh. <laughs> <laughs> drugs. drugs. <laughs> but you always want to donate when you don't have money because it comes down to your relationship with money. You can't be like, I don't have it, so I can't fucking give it. Well, that person has absolutely nothing. So, <laughs> you know, you, you can give something if you just develop that mindset and mentality and develop a healthier relationship with the finances. And of course, as everything increases, you're still make sure your bills are covered first and foremost, but you always got to pay yourself first. Yeah. And that's what a lot of wealthy people do. They pay themselves first. A lot of people, yeah, I'm going to buy this, this, and that, and this, and that, and whatever's left over, that's why I'm going to pay myself. And I'm going to give myself a bonus. Yeah. <laughs> in, my, in my opinion, <laughs> like, my other bonus. like <laughs> startup business, whatever business. If you're expecting to get paid right away, I feel like mm. it may not work. Like, Fuck no. You got to no. be patient and be like, I'm investing mm-hmm. this. And if I do make money off of it, I don't want my money back. Just put it right back in. Mm-hmm. Cycle Let it grow. Into a bigger make pop. it grow. Right. When you're impatient, it's not going to work. Right. It's just, there's also the mentality, if you come from a, a poor environment, mm. it's hard for you to be like, I can't just put my $20, even $20. Right. I can't just put my $20. What am I getting in return? Exactly. Oh, no, no, no I'm straight. I'm, I don't want it. You know, and that's how people are. Mm-hmm. Yeah, especially if you go out to eat. and. But, uh... but the funniest thing about it, the funniest thing about it is that they'll spend that 20 on some fucking shit that they don't the even need. You always got money. Just weed, desire. Bro. You always got You know money. what I mean? So it's like, like the mindset is off. But they're getting mm-hmm. it right there and then. Even it's, though, it's, even though it's garbage, it's tangible. I got something out of my $20. Dude, it's, it's, a, it's a trick. But you know what I mean? Yeah, I know I felt that before. Like, fuck, I want to buy this thing, but it's, you know, $60 or whatever. I'm like, and, I, and I put it in my cart and I'm just sitting there like licking. I'm it's like, just sitting there and even nah, though I'll send you reminders. Yeah. No, 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 I don't want it. And it's like, fuck, I should have, I fucked up Waves or not waves? SSL had a dope ass plug-in, a fucking four hundred dollar compressor that was on sale for like sixty bucks. My dumb ass was like, 
no, I don't, I don't, no, I don't really need it. And I don't. Oh. I should have just fucking bought it, dude, because now yeah. it's four hundred dollars. Yeah, yeah, it's bad. Man, that, that sucks. Man. That hurts seeing yeah. that go by. Yeah, hesitation I kills. I just bought it at sixty bucks too. <laughs> <laughs> but it's the it's the bad thing about money so and four hundred and, and uh, <laughs> three ninety money and mental health. When you mix those two together, you try to satisfy yourself by trying to satisfy other people's perspective of yourself. Mm-hmm. So you buy the good clothes, you buy the good car. You can't even fucking afford it. You can't even. Mm-hmm. You get yeah. the good car. You can barely get the insurance. Exactly. You get a right, ticket. Bro. You can't even pay it. Next thing you know, you're yep. in a boot. Booted. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> I've been there. So I mean, <laughs> like right now, you, you look at my car, dude. I got a beat up, rusty wagon, and I don't care. It takes me wherever I gotta go. My fucking shoes are all dirty. I don't care. That's like, to me, my perspective of myself now. It's very true to myself. Right. And right. I don't want to. I'm not trying to satisfy no one. And exactly. be like, oh, this guy's clean. He got, oh, look at his shoes. Look at his car. He's he's making it. About, he's making it in life and shit. Like, no, 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 no. I'm this dirty ass explore Earth dude and shit. Right, right. <laughs> yes, if if I cared what anybody thought, I wouldn't have got a V6 fucking Mustang because my uncle was like, you got a fucking muscle car with no muscle. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, you know, I did, but I I had a V8 before when I was in California, and that was like a fucking 96 you know it was a nice car there was so many fucking things wrong with it the fucking oil filter blew up when i was on oh, the oil filter what? It blew up when i was on driving on the fucking uh on the e-way over there and some cars behind uh, besides me and they're like this and i'm like okay you know just driving they're pointing i'm just okay thumbs up all right and then the car starts getting off i'm like whoa i gotta pull over I get out and the entire fucking left side, driver's side of the car is just covered in oil. Ooh, and I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> They're like, dumbass. Yeah, right. <laughs> I'm just like, son of a bitch. I, I only pay like, I only pay like 1200 bucks for the car. So Mustang I was like, drivers. <laughs> yeah. But, that, and that's the thing too. It's like, authenticity to yourself. What makes you happy? Do that. And, and my, like, if there, if money did not exist, and there'd be you, something other in this place that would drive us crazy. But yeah, probably. Well, for, for most people, I, like if you're always looking for problems, you're going to find the fucking problem. That comes down to the individual's mindset. You know, that's the difference between people who are negative and people who are happy. The people who are negative tend to find the problems. The people who are happy tend to fucking just accept easier and find the solutions to things. They find the good. You know, you take entrepreneurship. Why do you want all those headaches? Okay, well, what about all the opportunities that are going to come? There's 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 always these different outlooks and, and balance mm-hmm. of the two, but um, you know if if you if if money did not exist and you wake up tomorrow, what would you do? What makes you happy? And if you don't know what it is, that's okay. Figure it out. Um, as long as you're trying, you're that's already putting you farther ahead than a lot of other people. Figure it out. Whatever the fuck it is, do that. And figure out how to make money because I assure you, there's a way to make money with whatever the fuck it is. Jose, I just want to say thank you so much for coming out on this episode because this is the most Matt has ever fucking talked. Man, <laughs> so I'm just gonna sit back and just let this let this experience roll. Maybe I, this topic. I want to say he's not shy anymore. <laughs> well, it's like, it's like when I he, missed those days, he didn't man. smoke too. It's like, <laughs> yeah. it's like what he said about the competitive nature. Like if you take in a different, did I just mess it up? Sí, Get out, Jose. Sí. Un, dos, tres. Sí. Podcast over. No, it's, it's just... delete button. <laughs> Start the show over. No, it's just like the competitive nature. Yeah, that exists. 
You could look at it competitive in 100%. a good way, or you could look at it competitive in evil ways. Like right. I said, mm-hmm. people are evil, people are good. You yeah, just right. don't mm-hmm. know who's who. Mm-hmm. But over time, I'm sure all of us had different likes. We were in our youth, in our teenage years, or different goals. My One of my early dreams was to be a professional baseball player. And my coach at the time was somebody that was real close to. I still talk to him to this day. Um, but he had, him, he had me believing in myself. He's like, dude, you got the talent. And I felt like I had the talent. I would go to practice every day, literally, like, faithfully. I, I remember one day I, I had the flu. I literally threw up, like, five times from Damn. the morning mm. to, like, 3 o'clock in the afternoon. Damn. I still went to practice like that. I threw up on the field, but I was still there, like, throwing the first base and whatnot. Um... I remember I went to this trial at Wrigley Field, and one of my boys took me with my dad. And when I got in line to sign up, because I had got the invitation to go, I was already intimidated. Everybody was like six four, mm, yeah, looking mm-hmm. like Aaron Judge from the Yankees. I'm like, oh my god! I'm like, <laughs> they're gonna look past my ass. I'm like, if you're somebody with my height or whatnot, you either gotta be a great hitter always getting on base or fast or one or have one of those talents yeah but it's just i worked on my tongue all the time the one thing i didn't realize i needed to work on was my strength and my speed you could probably be a little bit more stronger if unless you start cheating and doing steroids or whatever way you get there you could probably improve your speed maybe by a few mile powers i'm gonna say you're gonna be, you could run a 40 and a 3.7 because that's unheard of that ain't gonna happen but you can you can speed up a little bit, you know, with mm-hmm. proper conditioning and training. And the furthest I made it to was college. That's one level before the minors. Damn. But I got to play against some talent that that got drafted and whatnot. And the first, like, I gave up on my dream, but I still had, went to some travel traveling tournaments. And I played against this team called Top Tier out in, I want to say, Springfield. First time in my life I've seen... I've seen guys in Cal Park throw, like, high 80s. But first time in my life I've seen throw 90-plus. These guys were throwing, like, 92, 93, consistently, like... You're still sitting, mm-hmm. like, when's he gonna, when's he gonna so throw the it? First, this is the first time I was just like... Yeah. I'm like, holy shit. I went 3 for 4 against these guys. Damn. First time I batted against somebody throwing 90, and I went 3 for 4. No shit. I'm nice. like, wow. Why did I give up on myself? Mm-hmm. I had a shitty... First year going into college, and I was striking out a lot. My, my, it's just I started giving up on myself, and I, re- I kind of regret giving up too soon because like, you get four years of you eligibility. Doubting yourself. Yeah, yeah. I did, yeah. I did, because if I'm not trying to toot my own horn, because I, I don't, I don't carry myself like, oh look at me, look at me, I'm, I'm trying to stunt. But if you ask about my, my, toot it, my fielding in KMA Park League, boop, mm-hmm. I made some incredible catches, like catches that be like, how the fuck catch that <laughs> and I'm just like I, I'm willing to sacrifice my body for the game yeah. yes and I, I have I have that bro I, I've actually caught a ball like Willie Willie Mays going straight out towards center to save our team in the playoffs oh, and eliminate shit. the number one team in the league damn and everyone's yelling and the guy, a lot of those guys yeah a lot of those guys played for Chicago State they're like bro why aren't you playing for school I'm like eh, I already gave up on the dream damn. and blah 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 but if I could take it all back when I was really into it, I would work on my strength as well. 
my speed and everything to try to better the total package. Mm. Yeah. But I kind of went off the competitive aspect, but it's just there's so many people out there with the same dream. Yeah. Of course. Anybody and, out there listening now. And, and I, but you realize some people, I don't want to say fully out cheat because I feel like people take steroids in their youth. Nobody's getting tested in high school unless you're going to big programs or somebody kind of just maybe knows for a fact they got facts. Allegedly. But people <laughs> finesse their way or try to get their way no matter how it takes them to get there, but they get there. But like you say also, once you get there, the real you is going to come out. Mm-hmm. You're either going to attract yep. more of the good or you're going to attract more of the bad. Right, yeah. right. Mm-hmm. Like there's people that I'm like, how are you like a drug dude and this is, but now you look like a big time role model. There's people out there like that because mm-hmm. they've changed who they are or they realize who they wanted to be. Yeah. Do you, do you like to read? I have a love hate relationship with reading, but lately I've been reading not books, more like blogs about mm. kind of like life, like I hear you. insecurities, dope, uh, love anxiety attacks. Yes. Those kind of things I've been learning about a lot about recently, which nice. I never really knew about. It. My parents didn't oh, really yeah. educate me on what anxiety is or right. things of those nature. So all this is new to me right now that I kind of feel and want to learn more about that because it kind of explains certain things about yourself too. Why? Why do I feel this way? Or why? Exactly, it bro. Answers a lot of questions. And exactly. How to change your yeah. lifestyle? Or how to change your ways yep. to yes. be a better person? Exactly. Dude, you should um you should pick up the book The Alchemist. Because you 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 what you're saying kind of reminds me of that book a little bit. It's a damn good book. I got it because uh, Will Smith was doing an interview. He said it was his favorite book. Will Smith's oh. one of my favorite actors, so I'm like, let me check this out. The Alchemist, bro. It's it's a it's a good book. Even the um, the power forward. Book. You, have you read the Power Book? The Power Book. It's called. I would. Power. I read it's the just 40, called Power. Forty Eight Laws of Power. I read that one. Yeah, I I, I got through book. that one. That yeah, that's a damn good book. Um. But Alchemist is is nice because it, it, the the book about the book is about a boy who is told that there is buried treasure over at the by the pyramids. I think the boy's from Spain, and they're like, "Yeah, they're over by the pyramids, so you gotta make your way to Egypt." And the boy's like, "Okay." So he goes on this whole fucking journey in search of this treasure. Up and downs. But sounds like Tenacious D. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> sounds like Pee Wee's Big Adventure. Go to Hollywood. <laughs> but uh, it's it's a damn good book because he's searching for this treasure, but he's he's searching for himself and and what's in his heart. And the book is the books is a damn good book, man. It, it, I think uh, there's a lot you would take away. I mean, shit. If you don't want to, I like to uh, listen to a lot too. So audio books. Yeah, bro. I might try that approach because try try YouTube. The, the re- it might be on, for free on YouTube. The it's reason like the water you showed me. The reason right, I have you. a love and hate relationship with reading is just I like. What I'm reading, but it's hard for me to keep focused because I'll start thinking about. Me too. I'm, I'm reading the page, halfway there. I'm daydreaming like, man, that party I went to last week with my girlfriend was a shit. It was lit. Yeah. So in my mind, I'm, <laughs> I'm reading, but it's like I, my mind's wandering into. I remember how we was dancing. It was dope. Danny spilled all his beers on himself. You know, <laughs> blah blah blah. For, for me, it's this. This is what fucks my reading up. Uh, it's near me because I'll be reading. And the next thing you know, I'm like, let me put some song on. I put a song on. Next thing you know, I'm on Instagram now. Yeah. Looking through shit. And I'm like, what the fuck? I'm supposed to be reading. And then I go back to reading. And then again, I just open up. Let me see, let me see what time it is. And I, automatically, I'm in an app again. And I'm like, what yeah. the fuck? Yeah. And it just fucks my reading up. And I can't. 
I can't stay focused, so I gotta find a way where I can just put this fucking thing somewhere else. And the there, fucking oh, go ahead, Asian. There's that thing. It's called the the power button right there. I know. It's still, <laughs> it's still no, it needs to be out of my fucking face and shit. Hey, just like what Ian said, they have a thing where he gives his phone to his uh, girl and she hides it. That's right. That's right. And he doesn't know where it is, so either he has to look for it or just you know. Keep exactly. on with his day for mm-hmm. I think he said a week they try to do it right something but like that yeah and he was going crazy frame, yeah Jedi like, too he said him and his girl the top level there's no electronics there it's like nothing that's just chill session if we gotta read we read yeah and I love that man that's yeah. a good I mean that's that those are good uh, uh, especially like if that's your bedroom those are great sleeping habits to have no yeah. electronics uh, the beds the most the bedrooms the most important room it's the first room you see it's the last room you see going to bed and waking up. So you always want to like, you know, set it out to what makes you the most comfortable. Yeah. Like we, we didn't have a TV in our bedroom for the longest time, but it helps Krista and me too, to be honest, to fall asleep if yeah. the TV is just that background. Yes. Right but we never sit down in the bed and watch TV. It's yeah. just on and then we fall asleep. Same once here. I move. Sleeping melodies. Yeah. Once I move out of the fucking place I'm at, I probably, because my TV is my fucking nightlight, bro. Mm-hmm. Like nice. when shit fucking happens, I'm turning my fucking TV on because <laughs> yes. I'm like, what the fuck was that? Dude, I think I'm living with a fucking a spirit. Well, so, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah I turned reference my TV back on. to episode three yeah. or whatever it is. <laughs> yeah. We play like rain sounds <laughs> through our phone. Yeah, dude. Oh, that shit dope. works too. Yeah. yeah we do that. Um, calm, of course, the air conditioner or the fan. And yeah. That's it. I put on Jurassic out. Park because there's a lot of rain in there. That puts me to sleep. A <laughs> 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 couple yeah. dinosaur sounds. Yeah. <laughs> I just think my, that's my girl snoring or something like that. <laughs> yeah. He's his little T-Rex. He's out there like, doing the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted As to, you're sneaking uh, back to the room from the bathroom. <laughs> 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 All the lights are out. I wanted to get back on, on the uh, idea of like the competitiveness and how it's good and bad. I just, uh, I mean, these guys are probably sick and tired of hearing me say the same shit over and no, over. No, man, right? I love hearing your voice. Keep talking. <laughs> this is Maddie Matt over here talking. Where's the mute button? <laughs> <laughs> Maddie Matt on the ones and twos. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking uh, you know, Jordan and Kobe and uh, Wayne Gretzky all had a fantastic idea. I mean, it's really what made them great. It's what put that fucking title on their names because they were very competitive men, but they all had the same idea. They didn't compete with anybody except for the best version of themselves. That's who they were constantly competing with. So whatever that is in your mind, make that your fucking competition. And, but feel like, yeah, like feel like that's your competition. And I, I agree with out. that. I agree with that. Cause I feel like I'm competitive, but in a friendly way. Let's just say we're mm-hmm. all entrepreneurs here. And let's just say we all try to open up barbershops. It's the thing that's popping in my head. Right, right. If he's doing good, I'm going to be like, damn, what's he doing that's making his whole successful? Yeah. So I'm going to improve myself. I'm not saying, I'm not going to say, fuck him, don't go to his barbershop, right, right. he's going to fuck you up. Yeah. I mean, I just got to be able to promote myself better or do this better. Oh, shit, my clientele, my, my clientele got better. I did something better. Mm-hmm. But I still want him to get his pie. I just of wanted course. to improve myself because he made me want to improve myself. So there's nothing wrong with friendly competition. Right. But Absolutely. If, but mm-hmm. if you're out there like, how, how can Fuck I take his barbershop? Yeah. Hey, hey, where are you going with that gasoline? But see, and, and, and when you have yeah. that type of mindset, when you're stuck in that, like, you know, fuck his barbershop, you're not even doing anything to make yourself better. 
Yeah. The way you're trying to get ahead is by you. Ha- everyone has building blocks, right? You're trying to be better by knocking their fucking building blocks down so yours are taller, or undercutting and, them, and you're not even making any money. Right? Instead, yeah. instead of the the friendly competition, you're okay. He's dope. How do I get better? Because that is how your business gets better with the awareness of shit. He's dope. Let me learn. Let me figure this out. What's what yeah. makes his his doper than mine? Because he was probably the smartest guy in the room, and you wanted to learn. It's like that. But also, yeah. you also have to invest in yourself. Just because you have something, you still have to educate yourself with the latest stuff that's out there. The best that is the thing, best investment the one thing. can ever make. Definitely the investment in oneself. Yeah, I mean, you're gonna be with yourself all your life, and if you're doing something that you love, you're gonna learn the latest. I mean, it comes with mechanics when. When carburetor carburetors went out and fuel injectors and people are like, whoa, this is too crazy. I only work on this. No, you have to move with the times. Mm-hmm. You know, you have to. You have to find the people that are competitive as well. And mm-hmm. they're going to help you. And, uh, you know, I mean, you have not just competitiveness in other businesses. You have competitiveness in your own in your own establishment. You know, mm-hmm. you have people that come in and they're like, oh, I want him or I want her to do it or, or you know. So you have to, you know, you support each other, you challenge each other, you, let, you know, you see something you want to learn. Hey, show me how to do this when you yeah, have time. That's very or, important. or, hey, you know, with anything, it, it, it's with any, the way people live their lives, the way they think, like, hey, how do you go about this? Or how did you? Yeah. You know? And I think that's, that's part of uh, your self-doubt, though. Like, people don't mm-hmm. want to reach out and ask because they feel embarrassed. But the best thing mm-hmm. to do is instead of hate on someone to reach out and be like, hey, man, if you got a second, can we get together and just talk? Me and Matt, we would always go up just yeah. for coffee and share ideas. Mm-hmm. You know, like, like, how do you approach this? Or I have this idea and you think maybe we could sit down and figure this out. Or I know you, I noticed you did this thing or whatever. Can we like kind of figure out how you did it? Or, you know, I want to make myself better. And at the end of the day, you just build a community where everybody hypes each other up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's yeah. why I feel like we need more people like you with that mindset. Like, yeah. there's plenty well, enough say, for but, everyone on top. But I haven't, I feel like I haven't done nothing. Like, I feel like I'm starting a journey... It's more my girl's thing, but I'm supporting her because I want her to be successful. I'm like, but both of us being successful, it only makes our, our life easier. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it comes down to mental health too. Again, it's like uh, friendly competition. Is if you're in a good place, like with us, with him, and he comes coming out with t-shirts, and then so every time we do an event, he comes out with a t-shirt and it makes you feel like I should come out with a t-shirt and all this and all that. But other people like. For example, uh, I have pins. He wants to create pins. So if he's like, hey, how can I do pins? Can you help me out? Yeah, let's do pins. But if I had a bad mental health and he just came out with a pin, I could have taken it to be like, he's copying me. What the fuck is he doing pins too? Fuck that dude. Just because I came out with pins, now he wants to come out with You pins? take it as a threat or he's taking money out of your yeah, pocket. Yeah, but I'm saying it's like a mental health thing. That's why uh, I always say like, see... Communicate to other people. When you see some other somebody come out with a certain thing, like with a happy, like, oh, that's a cool. And make sure you tell them, that's a cool idea. How did you come up with it? What did you do? And then from there, it spurs to like a, a friendship and then you spur with more ideas. Yeah. And now you don't come out as a fucking asshole if you come out some something similar as them. Yeah. yeah and you can like, also make even more connections. Like, mm-hmm. like, you know, AJ, I like that shirt you came out with. And then you throw your plug. Hit up Oswald. He does all my stuff. Okay, now let me go to him. And now he's making a little extra money because mm-hmm. we got inspired by something that he did for AJ. Mm-hmm. And it's just it's this whole little network of people. Yeah. There's more people behind the scenes than what you see on that shirt Absolutely, design. Yeah. There's yeah. at least two to five people that are involved in that one thing. Yeah. Yep. You got to, someone has to buy the shirts. Someone has to make it, right? Mm-hmm. 
someone has to design it and someone has to actually print it mm-hmm. and then someone has to sell it. So mm-hmm. it's a whole ecosystem. Yeah. And, and we all try to keep everything as local as possible. So if you support us, you're supporting a bunch of other local people as well. Yep. I can't stress that enough. So make sure you go out to a, uh, Voyager783.com and pick up that dropping gem shirt. Yes. Support the podcast. <laughs> AJ, yeah, where, can we, where can we get your stuff? Uh, everything's on um, IG, South Dev Catering, and South Dev Clothing. So make sure you get make out sure to stuff. follow him. He's almost at a thousand. Let's get him there. Yeah, let's, let's get, get him, him there. there. Come on. Almost. <laughs> and then something I want to re-talk about because I always uh, I always mention family and not hanging around with them. And I don't want people to You're think that. Now. Yeah, that's what I'm about to say. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't want, I don't want people to think that you should hate your family. You should not be around your family. like Or that I hate my family. I fucking love my family. I love my cousins and everything. And I like hanging around with them. But what I'm saying is don't get stuck in that world only. Venture off and go out with friends. Or like, let's say you have baseball friends. Go out with baseball friends. You yeah. have friends that like to go with you hiking. Go with you hiking. You got friends that will like to you go and go eat breakfast in the morning. And You're kind of trying to say balance out yeah. your time with the people you love yeah, and bring, your, bring everything your... out. Balance everything. A lot of people just get stuck in one way and think that's the only way they're gonna live. They get in the comfort zone. Yeah, yeah. and it, like I said, it's not about when, when me and my girl talk about family. I got to the point where it's like it's not about family. It's about your loved ones. It's who you love and who you put your energy to. Because family could be fucking bad energy too. You're right. Yeah, you're absolutely right, cause like there's good and evil in everyone. Yeah, and or or maybe not in everyone, but like there's the bad seeds in people's family that uh, don't hang around with that cousin que travieso, or don't hang around with that prima because you know she's always out drinking or you know yeah. and all that. Don't give that cousin cash. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> buy them stuff. Don't give them money. <laughs> <laughs> but you're right, man. It's just. Where where I'm at in my own personal life, I'm just I'm what's got what's fueling me is just happiness, and like I'm just realizing money and everything. Yeah, I noticed last time when me and you went and got breakfast, it seems like something triggered or you seen something that altered the way you look at how life. you're living your life. It has there has been something did uh, alter that, and, and I think it fueled me for the best because I feel like. I may not personally have started my own business, but I helped my girlfriend get her motivated and going. And that only makes me happy because she's, yeah, she's you're, finding you're her feeding happiness. Off of I'm that feeding off her energy. Yeah. And she, she gives me confidence and I'm giving her confidence, you know, like, but I feel like I'm more aware of life, like my shield is up. But at the same time, my hand's out there for whoever wants to show real love. And, but, I can filter out the bullshit now, like, mm-hmm. and this world is, it's a beautiful world, but there's yeah. angels and demons out there. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. You know? Yeah. Yeah. It's definitely uh, like this whole COVID thing that's going on. I mean, there's a lot of people that just woke up uh, trying to do different things. Uh, you know, Survive. Some, yeah. Well, not just survive, but they're also trying to like fulfill their dreams. You know, yeah, let me jump into this. Let me jump into that. A lot of ideas have started. A lot of, you know, people that work doing different things, they're doing something different now. They don't they don't see themselves going back to who they were or what they were. Or, or they look at life just differently now. Like a lot of people want to enjoy their lives more than, Definitely. you know. A lot. Mm-hmm. And 
like our industry we work at. The money's good. The work's not super hard, but it's just the hours away from your family or even the shit you love to do on mm-hmm. your own that gives you this weekends. Is my, this is my my the thing that gives me pleasure. Like yours is music and his is music. I don't know what Matt's is or I don't know what these guys think. Maybe it's their clothing lines or their, whatever this little entrepreneurship. Exploring that's what that's what's fueling them. Like that's the, what's bringing them happiness. And that's what I've been just like told myself. I'm going to transition from my goal is to leave my work industry mm-hmm. because I want what I'm doing to succeed and then take it to the next level and then yes. to one more level up. Even though it might be scary. Mm. It's, might, a, it it's could a scary, be a scary journey. Thought, you know what I and mean? And you could like, get there and you could also lose it. Right. You know, I think for me, I know that I work best under pressure. So removing the safety net is when I get my best work done. Fair. And it's a high. And it's a high. Because having that safety net under you, you are hesitant to let go. It's like, eh, I, if I fall, I got this. Yeah. So I don't yeah. even, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like when you have nothing, it's like, I need to fucking grind. I need to fucking do this. I, I like, I mean, I honestly, I think of, of AJ because this man inspires me. Mm-hmm. Like his grind and his hustle and everything that he does and puts on for the Southeast side, man, it's, it's a wonderful thing. And I see it and I'm like, there's more people out here that are doing this in, in in today's day, I mean, we're we're looking for these people and we're connecting with these people and we're finding these people, and it's like there's a community of us, you know. It's like and I and I I I feel safety in that because it's like man, like everybody here is like, yeah, we we can do it, we can fucking do it. We mm-hmm. see each other on our own grinds and our own hustles and what we want for our lives. And that gives me the the peace of mind of like, man, I know I can do this, and I know I know if I needed something, they'd have my back. Yeah, you know what I mean. I mean, and that's that's the great thing about having a network. What's being created here with South by Southeast because the network is everything. It's everything. It doesn't matter what's. It doesn't matter all the great information that's talked about. Because on some real shit, all this fucking information could be found on the internet if you seek it. You know what I mean? What matters is the network itself and to be a part of something like this that is bigger than every one individual. It's a fucking phenomenal thing. You know, it, we all have each other's back and that, and that's just, it, it comes down to that. Yeah. And having people that want to expand. Because even though we're doing our thing, yeah. we still have ideas to get bigger. Exactly. He has a lot of ideas that he wants to fucking make it happen. You have a lot of ideas. I have a lot of ideas. Yeah. You have a lot. Everybody has big ideas and we're all a support yep. system. And we cheer each other and we're happy for each other. Yep. Like whenever AJ tells me, oh, I sold I sold out on the shirt. I'm telling my girl, man, he sold out on that shirt. And I feel happy. I'm like generally smiling. Like it makes me feel good that my people are fucking winning yep. this shit. <laughs> and and then that's the thing that a lot of people don't surround themselves with people like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So whenever... They, they feel like they're winning. They don't even want to say nothing. I just think it's our yeah. environment, bro. Like, it really is. Like, what it you're really saying, is. like, everything you're saying is, I think, is right. Like, I just feel like we grow up in a very non-confident neighborhood. Yeah. Over here, it was, to me, like, in the Southeast side, it was always competition no, for everything. And nobody has confidence no. to, like, really go out there. Like, our neighborhood, why do we all go to the North side? Yeah. 
because they got the nice boutiques, mm-hmm. they got this, they, the environment's cool. We can walk around or eat dinner outside on the sidewalk right. on the table. Uh-huh. Why can't we be that dope out here? Exactly. Yeah. yeah. It's always been that problem here. It's like I was um, telling my family, like every area has its, has its, if you want to say, 119th. Out here, you have your 106th, Ewing. In South Chicago, you had you have commercial. In Bush, you had Burley. You know, everybody had their little thing, their own community, their little stores, mom and pop stores. It wasn't big, like a Walmart or anything like that. Actually, in 47th Street. Yeah, you know, <laughs> you know I was from out there. And uh, yeah, it's just, you know, everybody invested in where they were and the people that had those businesses lived in the area as well. So you would see all these little leagues, everything, sponsorships, all that. But now... Like everybody just gave up. Everybody jumps in their car. First thing they do is they drive down 106. They're going down Indianapolis Boulevard. Something I don't know what's going on over there in Indiana, but everybody's shooting that way. Yeah. You know? Oh, in terms of like moving and, out of Chicago well, and not just moving, just but doing also things, just right? doing things. Just like you know, you have. You, why go out there? You have stuff here. There's stuff here. Don't burn your gas. Yeah. Go go get some clothes over I here. I think the one thing that's truly hurting us, and hopefully AJ can uh, fix this very soon, yeah. is uh, we need some kind of a diner, some kind of sit-down place where we could eat. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like family get together. Yeah. After church. You know, people are going to Coquillas and shit. I miss the Lions Den. Oh, I miss yeah. the Lions oh, Den too. Man. It's fire, man. We need something like that. I miss Giapos too. No. Yeah, oh, Isabella's is the closest thing right there if you want to get some. Where's that? It's like one it's, of our uh, right next to Strax. One of our, no, like, you're going to, like you're going to Festival of the Lakes. Like, yeah. Really? Yeah, yeah. Isabella's? Isabella's. Oh, Go check it out. What is that, Calumet Avenue? Yeah. Yeah. You yeah. guys got to check out Keats. Have you ever ate a Keats? <laughs> yeah, I did actually. It was pretty fucking good. It's good. It's, like a, it's like a hidden it's gem small. in the neighborhood. It's, it's uh, on the corner right across the street from White Castle. It's, okay. it's, yeah, that little, yeah. It's a little low key romantic jam, bro. Like, they got yeah, steaks. It's nice. Oh, shit. They got lobster with uh, oh, lobster. I had a, they have a, pla- a plate with lobster tail. A six or eight ounce sirloin, and I asked for mashed potatoes. It's just the lights are dim. It's just an old school jam. Yeah. When you say across the street, is that on on like it's on, south or or it's, it's, west uh, across the street? It's literally west, west? on oh, the west. northwest side of northwest. Indianapolis. Yeah, there's okay. like there's like a corner with like a that had like chess or something, and it's yeah. right next to it. And it's like a little mascot thing that's yeah, always yeah. there. It's right next that to place. It. Yeah, it's a little small. Their hours are weird, though, and they're only open for certain times. Yeah, I actually met the owner there one time. I was sitting right next to him, and I'm like, "What made? Why? Why the limited hours?" And he's just like, "Because I feel like." I guess that's the way it works out for him, where he can still make money. Because not every restaurant be flourishing, but I feel like it's it's what's working for him, and it's it's been maintained open. It was Mm. open, I think, during quarantine a little bit too. So. So yeah, I'd advise making a reservation because it's small. Mm-hmm. So if it does get like packed, it's gonna especially during the COVID stuff. I don't know if they're completely open, but it's a really limited. It's a small spot. And, it's and like the, a house. The chef yeah. cooks out in the open in front of the people. Oh, Ooh. yeah! Nice. You pass him up as right when you walk in. He's the first person you yep. see. Damn, that's bad. Pressure. You yeah. walk in. It's, it's literally you walk in. To the left is the chef cooking. Whatever is the orders. On the right side, the whole strip is a bar. You can sit at the bar too. And then the rest of the place's tables. Yep. You go up the stairs and there's tables. Yeah. Nice. It's a nice little spot. Anybody Peace. close by should go check it out. Um, but going back to what Danny was saying, how we need things like in the area, that's what we're trying to do here with South by Southeast as a collective, trying to team up with everybody. We just did the the lantern release. Yeah, that was That awesome. shit was fucking dope. Everyone had a good Beautiful. time. And by the time this comes out, the Chalk It Up event will would have happened already. 
and we have other ideas, things we're trying to do that are free for the community, free for the kids. Go out, have fun. That's all, that's all we're trying to promote is absolutely. You know yeah. what would be neat here, but I don't know if anybody because I feel like there's a little bit of everything. You know how Pilsen has the Dia de los Muertos race or this and that. Like yeah. why why can the East Side come out with its own? 3K event, call it something like. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We think Tommy, about. Tommy <laughs> those those like are ideas. Yeah, those are ideas health. that. Uh, Jed, Jedi brought that. Jedi brought it up. Tommy brought it up. It's something mm-hmm. that's in the works. Um, we just have to get through like this Lala shit and then we <laughs> yeah. could jump on board and actually start. I'm like 100 to 118 is straight down Ewing, man. We used to oh, skate that dope. shit all the time. All the time. bar. You could do a thing, be part of the whatever K race. Meet us at the garden where we have beers, and there's also be vendors selling t-shirts, yeah. pins, yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah, and get some of the other guests that've been here. Be like, hey, you want to rent a table, fifteen, exactly. twenty, whatever the fees need to be. Yep. You know what I mean? Yep. Mm-hmm. You should uh, you should jump on board on this party planning committee we have. For <laughs> <laughs> me, yeah. Who knows? Maybe I will. Is it, I don't mind being a part of stuff. It's just all they're trying to do is provide free activities for kids in the neighborhood, and it doesn't even have to be anything that's that's. You know, cost effective. It could be a simple thing, like you said, like a jog, a run, mm-hmm. bike ride. There's a lot of people that that fits in with. Yeah, the, there's a the lot daycare. of people that yeah. I yeah. have active lifestyles that like the running. They're like, hey, a five k, why not? That's I use it as my as my you know yeah. my, my gym session yeah. this my, morning. My iWatch yeah. uh, just ran a five k this morning. I'm all fast, fast walk. Over. Did you die? <laughs> you power walk. Power walk. <laughs> <laughs> What was it? Which TV show was that with the power walking? Was that Malcolm uh, in the Middle? Malcolm in the Middle. We talked about it, right? Because <laughs> <laughs> cheating. He has the whole suit in the thing. <laughs> Hells yeah. But no, yeah, we're just trying to bring positivity to the area. And that's what South by Southeast is all about. Putting uh, local mom and pop shops, anybody who's doing cool shit in the area, we want to put you up on a map and give you the, the, the spotlight that you deserve. Honestly, that's that's what this is about. It's not about me. I keep saying this. It's not about Danny, not about Matt, not about Jedi, not about anybody specific. Yeah, it's about us it's, as a community. It's about the community. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? And if, if you want to step in and then bring some um, positive stuff to the area, we're always down to sit down and have a talk with you on the podcast, on the video podcast. If you just want to get together and get some food and just talk and you're shy, like we want to hear what you got to say and come on out and let us know you're around and we could always promote your stuff. I, I consider myself shy, but my girl's like, you're not really shy. You're a people person and this <laughs> and that. It's just, I just like to talk if the vibe is good. Yeah. You know? yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. If I can relate to it or if I can feel like I got something to say, but if I feel like it's not my cup of tea, then I just like, well, I, I just sit and, and watch. When I invited you over, you're like, I'm just going to sit down. You, you, we've been trying to get you to come over for at least three times. you manipulated times. me into doing this. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and I was like, come on through, man. And then, you know, you sat down and... There Look we go. You. I pushed record. Look That's how you. this podcast started. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I like to think, works. you know, we bring, we bring a positive vibe to you and you want to sit down and talk. And obviously we work together. There's like 50% of us here all work together. Man, there's so much, honestly, like even knowing what I just learned about you guys, there's just so much talent in the neighborhood. Oh, yeah. It's just yeah. people don't know. Like I just, I didn't even know from your podcast that we we have somebody who's won a, what, a Grammy in the neighborhood? Or uh, a, yeah, the uh, uh, video award stuff. Yeah, that's dope. I'm like, what? From the east side? That is yeah. freaking dope. Shout out to uh, Stephen Walsh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, we're surrounded Stephen by a bunch see. of talent and we're, the happy thing about this is we're exposing. That's what I love here. Not only we're exposing art, we're, we're uh, trying to do better for the community and that's why I just love coming here every single time. Any opportunity, any schedule that I can, I try to squeeze this in. Oh, like, yeah. 
like today, uh, I'm flying out to Nashville later at night. But usually I would have like done it since the morning or yesterday at night and flew off and then came back. But like to me, this is very important to me to be here. So I rescheduled everything to fix this and still be here, still go to Nashville, enjoy myself, come mm, back. I appreciate all that. that, man. So, so that this very, is very important to me and yeah. I hope to the community too because mm-hmm. you have a lot of people working really fucking hard to bring stuff for the community. No agenda, no nothing, just for the kids, for the adults, and just make a better east side. Yeah. And yeah. we need it. And this is something that we're working on. I can't officially release it, but I showed it to you guys. This mm. is something that we have that will be announced very soon. Uh, it's something something I've been working on for, uh, man, a couple months now. And it's I've seen this finally, in North, like little book Yeah, spots. they're everywhere, but they're not here on the east side that I know of, like officially. Mm-hmm. So... We're working on doing that, and it will be announced very soon. We have a lot, lot of stuff planned for the community. You know, AJ has a bunch of stuff coming up. Uh, we have Nest Fest coming up. Mm-hmm. We have a lot, a lot of fun activities. Um, if everybody's cool, we could end this podcast right now. And Let's stay go eat. Night. Yeah, we're gonna get some food. We're gonna go see Limp Biscuit tonight. No. <laughs> so, uh, I like my biscuits at home. Man. <laughs> all for the nookie. What? I'll just say one thing. I mean, it's awesome that there's things that are for. Adults, you know, supporting businesses and stuff like that. But there are there are a lot of kids out in these in this area on yeah. the southeast side, and uh, you know they're very important. And uh, you know, having them involved and having them uh, out there and and doing things and and enjoying you know things that are offered in the in the area, they definitely should take advantage of it. You oh know? yeah, and, I agree, and, man. I believe the children are the future. <laughs> <laughs> Let them lead the way. I, I had to sing that in eighth grade. Texas chocolate. Texas chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> By myself. <laughs> <laughs> but thank you guys for listening. Um, please make sure you check out our, our patron page, South by Southeast. Sign up if you really, really love us. I'm trying to get my people paid. $3, $5 if you really love us and your business. $10. I just want some creamer in my coffee. <laughs> <laughs> Make sure you, uh, you head over to Voyager783.com and get you that South by Southeast dropping gems bundle and pick yes. you up some Explore Earth. You got a new uh, you got a new shirt dropping pretty soon, or is it out already? It's not out yet. It's it's in the works. I'm July thirty first. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna get the I want to get the whole concept real right because it's it's really close to me. Well, there you go. Make sure you stay on top of that website and go get you some Explore Earth stuff, man. Definitely, and support, go Explore Earth. Support man. the go, homies. Go, go outside. Go book AJ for some tacos and some. I want those waffles, man. I want some Mexican right now. Yeah, yeah let's go get some dope. food, guys. Uh, hope everybody had a good time listening to this. Uh, we'll see you guys next week. Oh, you press record? See what the fuck? <laughs> Peace, love, and oatmeal. You've been listening to the South by Southeast podcast with your hosts, Mike, Tony the Jedi, and Matthew. Streaming on Spotify, Apple Podcasts. Google Podcasts, and Anchor. Find us on Facebook and Instagram, SXSE Podcasts. Thanks for listening.